0: What's up, you guys? It's Idallas here, and you're listening to Idallas Sex and Answers. What's up, you guys? Happy Friday! So, I just dropped an episode earlier today um, at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, October 28th. So, if you're listening to this on November 4th, welcome. This is the right day that you should be listening to this. I actually have a lot to talk to you guys about. I have a lot to say. So I'm feeling motivated. So I'm gonna sit here. I'm going to record in segments. So if you hear me say, hey, welcome back, and it's Sunday, that's because I thought of something else I can add to my podcast episode. So um bear with me. <sighs> this is my second time trying to record this video. I keep saying video that's one reason i keep trying to record this episode and the first time my mom called and interrupted and then ever since then i have just been texting people non-stop trying to get info trying to get information answers to my questions um i have a lot going on so before i go into anything Uh, I apologize for that pause my godmom just told me how much it would be be for my mom's cake for her birthday and it's honestly not that bad I hope they're not going to mess up on this cake it's very very detailed if you follow me on Instagram snapchat I don't think I posted it on Facebook or Twitter just because those aren't really the platforms that I would post certain things like that on there but I definitely posted on Snapchat and Instagram if you don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, before I get into anything else, I'll just tell you about my mom and her birthday and all the things that I'm doing or have planned or thought of, etc. cetera. So, uh, my mom's birthday is next year, obviously, just like mine. Um, hers is February 10th, 2023 and she'll be turning 50. I know you should never tell a woman's age, but you know, we're not, we're not that old school. It's not that deep. Like she's 50, I'm 26, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand the difference of telling somebody when you're young, how old you are as opposed to when you get older. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) And honestly you shouldn't feel embarrassed of your age. Like I don't get it. Anyway, side note, that was a side note. So, her birthday is February 10th. Luckily, thank goodness, my higher spiritual self or whoever my spiritual guidance or guide is, uh, they have really done their job. My mom's birthday is on a Friday next year, which is amazing. I was thinking about having it on a Saturday just because I know certain people work and stuff like that. But... It's a Friday. And my husband was just like, No, your mom deserves everything she wants and asks for. <laughs> so just do it on her birthday. And I was like, Cool. I'll do it on her birthday. And we'll have a full day of just me and her or whoever wants to come out to lunch or whatever. And then later on, it'll be her party. Her party consists of strippers. If you're a family friend, if you're a family, and you actually do listen to my podcast i'm sorry to tell you but her party will have strippers and i'm not reconsidering that whatsoever my mom has told me about this party when i was young so like a little bit too young like before i was having sex before i knew what sex was um i mean i low-key was watching porn at a certain age but uh realistically uh she told me before i knew any adult stuff and you know i remember being a certain age probably 16 it seems so close to like 17 18 that i don't quite remember but somewhere in my teen years my mom showed me this penis cake that she wants and her penis cake i don't want to say it's her penis cake because it's not yet but <laughs> this peanut cake peanut penis cake that she found years ago when she had her facebook um i i don't know if she knew this lady but she just seen it it's basically a cake of i don't want to say a black man but it's a black person who's obviously a man with a nice body a nice six-pack and a huge penis hence penis cake um so uh my godmom actually helped me figure out where to get the cake and how much it's gonna cost, which I'm super excited about that because I was expecting way more than that. But my godmom has a friend, a connection, if you will, so it's only 85. Um, she said the cake was ordered, so I assume she ordered it now, and she didn't say if I had to pay for it or if she was gonna pay for it. <laughs> but either way, $85 is not bad. For my mom's penis cake so as far as the party goes that is what is uh, planned essentially um I do plan to go with my mom to like a spa we haven't as far as my mom I don't think she's ever been to a spa but I know for sure I've never been to a spa like I have uh I believe I told you guys um in today's episode that you should be hearing as far as uh the whole marriage uh stuff that I was talking about it's kind of confusing how to say it because I know when this is going to air (laughs) so but if you listen to October 28th's podcast episode you know what I mean but um So, yeah, my godmom's helping me figure this out. We got the cake. That's, like, the only thing. I've been thinking just going to, um, like I was saying, my podcast episode, I was talking about that I was going, like, I had applied for this job. I wanted to take it, but there were three deal breakers alongside of some comments that I did not talk about on that podcast episode that were made, uh, to me that, was just like "Eh, uh i can't do this job uh but realistically it was a great job and if i wasn't in the situation that i was in with my wrist i definitely would have taken the job and i definitely would be doing that currently um moving on i have considered having my mom's party at a restaurant where they allow strippers and my godmom actually just told me about a new spot that I have to check into. She says she used to work there. They changed her name and I, I remember the name of the person because me and my husband, we drive by it a lot when we DoorDash and I told him like, yeah, we have to go there one day and try it. So I'm excited. She said with these new places, bring your own beverage. And I kind of like that because the place I had in mind it's essentially like a res- a bar restaurant, if you will. Like, it's a restaurant, but, you know, there's a bar area where you can sit at the bar and they serve food and all that other stuff. But I'm not sure if that place that I found, you're allowed to bring your own beverage and your own food. So that's something to look at. Also, the place that I found, she said she would contact me back in December that's a little bit too late for me so being that I'm not working it's it's been very stressful and it's it's been a hassle but I'm very very determined to pull this party off for my mom regardless um and it's kind of even more like anxiety driven just because November is literally here so I know once December I mean November is over it's, we're kind of in a tough spot because it is supposed to start snowing and things like that so that has to be worked around um, so yeah I've been thinking the spa thing with my mom maybe like breakfast in the morning and then a lunch day um, pretty close to I don't want to say pretty close to breakfast I feel like if she misses her lunch that's okay my mom has bypass or got the bypass surgery so she can't eat like that so I think what I would do is have like a small breakfast with her go get like a massage facials get our nails hair done whatever she wants to do uh, or I would like to do for her own too as well and then have lunch because you know if she had a small breakfast I know she'll be able to have lunch um, And then by the time the party starts, which I'm thinking, depending on the time they give me, the place that I talked to originally, she said between, or I can come in at five or seven for the party. I definitely want it to be an evening to like 12 midnight type of party. Um, I want the strippers to come at a certain reasonable time. And yes, my mom wants strippers. (laughs) She's turning 50. That's all, you know, she likes going to strip clubs and doing stuff like that. She doesn't normally go as often that i'm thinking she would like to go so that's something my husband and i are going to do for her um i mean i don't want to say my husband and i because it's really it wasn't even my idea (laughs) uh the idea to have strippers for my mom was obviously my mom but i was gonna originally turn that down because i don't care for strippers like i personally still have never been to a strip club I still don't personally care for a guy or a woman to shake their body in front of my face. Like, I don't, like, if I'm not getting turned on by it and we're not fucking when I'm turned on, like, I don't see the point of going to a strip club, um, which is obviously not why you go there. I feel like some people may, but I don't think that's why you go to strip clubs. But, um, I'm doing it for my mom. That's what she wants. I'm not going to reconsider. Here is my dilemma. My mom doesn't mind if men come to her party and show up. Now, here's the thing that I don't think certain people realize. Because my my whole day today basically was a lot. Um, personally, just talking with certain people about her party. But my mom is aware that... The men she would like at her party are not gay or don't want their don't want to be in that same room with their girlfriend, wife, fiance. I get that, my mom gets that. Nobody is dismissing that. But here's what I keep having to tell people, and this is a question I truthfully want to ask, and I hope you guys answer it on Spotify through the Spotify link because I would like to know if whether or not you're throwing a birthday party, but strippers are involved and you know, certain people have boyfriends, wives, husbands, wives, whatever. How do you let people know ahead of time? Maybe even before you say anything else, like what is, what is the go-to line? What Like, how do you start by saying, don't ditch, sorry, I have the pen in my hand, but how do you go from hey, I'm having a party for this person, this person. This is what I'm thinking. This is what's currently happening as far as planning. Um, I haven't gone into details with a lot of people as far as what is going to happen that day. What I'm letting people know specifically is the party, where it's going to be, time, how it's going to happen, if you got to pay to get in, if you got to pay for your food, if you got to pay for your drinks, that type of stuff. But my question is, How do you tell people, like, look, if you're married, if you're dating, still come out and support this woman. Because even though there's going to be strippers there, they're not going to be there the whole entire time. It's not a strippers party. It's a birthday party. And my mom already said no kids. So, obviously, no kids are welcome from the start of the party to the end. Um, Originally, I was going to say no men because I know men don't care for male strippers and that's what's going to be there but I've had like I just want to know how do you tell people like look come support this woman and when the strippers arrive or even before the strippers arrive just leave you know what I'm saying like she's not going to care that your husband left by himself while you stayed and had fun for your friend or for your sister or for your cousin whoever my mom is to you like how Because I don't want to be rude, right? You know, some people already have an issue with me for whatever reason. But I don't want to be rude. So, like, how do you you go about that? Like, I have definitely have let people know already, like, look, there's going to be strippers there. But you should definitely still come and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most you're doing is driving in the snow, in the dark. And bringing her a gift, but you're going to have your own food and drink. And that is, obviously, if I have it at the first place that I was considering. Just let me know. I'm going to move on because I don't want to spill too much tea. But, um, that's definitely a good question. (laughs) I'll definitely keep you guys updated as the days and the weeks and the months pass by. And, uh, see where we go from there and see how it all turned out. So... Let's take a quick break. I'm going to come back, talk to you about, and talk to you about a job that I applied for that actually called me today and how it went. Let's take a quick break. welcome back welcome back so I said I was going to talk to you guys about um a job that I applied for literally yesterday October 27th and I got a call from somebody from that job company business if you will today and I have to say this my anxiety to answer the phone immediately has changed Uh, it's not even anxiety. Like, I guess it was anxiety because I realized when I was younger, if someone called me, if somebody texted me, I was immediately on my phone. Like, I was answering that phone. I was answering that text. I'm a texter still to this day. So, I'm always on top of my text. The only reason I'm not on top of my text is maybe I got too many texts at the same time or I'm in the shower or something and I can't have my phone. But other than that, I'm a great texter great 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 texter (laughs) and I have quite a few people around me who are horrible texters which is why we don't talk like that (laughs) because I'm I've also had to realize as I've gotten older um thankfully before I turned 26 that you don't need to jump for your phone you don't need to jump for these people especially if they're not going to make it a mission of their own to answer the phone call me do whatever whatever you know what i'm saying like i i basically had to learn like yo you have always held it down you have always been the first one to reach out you have always been the first for a lot of things and i don't mind that but it got to be to get too much at some point that i was just like no i have to stop that so i have completely stopped that And if I'm being honest, I feel like that's why my mom tries to tell me nowadays, like, oh, you never answer your phone. And it's like, no, I do always answer my phone. It's just, you're either calling me and not waiting for me to answer, or I'm literally on the phone with somebody else. And what my mom didn't understand during that time was, it's like, yo, my husband, boyfriend, fiance at the time did not have a phone. So if his grandma, his father, rest in peace, if his uncle called, excuse me, before my mom called, like, we're going to finish that call. Like, I don't want my husband, boyfriend, fiance at the time to rush off the phone just because my mom's calling me. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my mom are close. We have always been close. We're always going to be close. And yeah, I live 20, 25 minutes away from her now, but that's still low key, not far enough. (laughs) So I had to tell her, like, look, I'm not always going to answer my phone. Like, if he's talking to somebody, he don't need to rush off the phone just for me to call you. And you're not saying anything to me. That's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, his family lives in Jersey, which is way farther than me and my mom. So, it's just like, you have to understand that. Boundaries needed to be made. They have been met. But, it's, that's the whole thing. Anyways, so, I got the call from this company um at first I was hesitant like I said my anxiety with the pandemic has definitely risen has definitely changed me for the better I have no idea just yet but uh my anxiety has limited me on certain things like I won't call and order my food um with my appointments sometimes I'll stall the days out to call and if it's something really serious, I don't do this as much anymore, but when I was 23, I don't want to say 23, I think it was younger, but around that age as well, like, (laughs) I would call somebody after hours, and leave a message, because I, I definitely did not want to talk to that person, uh, not even just that person, anyone in general, like, I'm definitely not a I'm a people pleaser, but I'm not a people person. Um, I don't mind being by myself. I can always be by myself. I love being by myself. But like I was telling my mom today, there are times where you're literally just bored and you need somebody to be around you so you're not bored. But other than that, I don't have no issues or qualms (laughs) without, you know, with being by myself. Like, I enjoy it. Like, my early... Not even my early teens. I would say, yeah, early teens, anywhere from age 13 and up, My, I completely switched. I don't know what happened within myself. I don't know if it was like the negative remarks being made to me. I don't know if it was just whatever was going on, but 13 and up, I definitely have changed And I love being by myself. Like, that's honestly, truthfully, I can acknowledge now because I am working on myself and I am personally losing weight. But that is why I've gained weight before high school and why I gained more after high school is because I was just by myself. There was a switch in me that was just like, look, I don't want to come out of my room. I don't I don't want to go to that cookout we always go to every year. I don't want to go to the grocery store just to help you bring the bags in the house. Like, and it's, it's funny, but it's not funny because my brother is currently going through that and is doing that. So I can definitely see how it is, it is annoying. And then again, he's his own person. So it's a little bit different. So I don't, I don't know how he sees his life and views it and all that other stuff, but definitely a lot of similarities between my brother and I. Anyways, back to the story. So, I got a call from this company. When I applied to them, I knew where they were located. One, because they had the address, um, and if not, at least the city. So, when I looked up their company, I actually researched them. Like, what do they do? Like, what am I going to be getting myself into, even though I'm applying for a receptionist position? So I applied yesterday, you guys. I don't even remember what fucking time I applied, but I applied to that job. And not only that job, I applied to at least one other job, maybe, I think. That's what I was looking at, but I can actually confirm for you guys because long story short, when this man called me and he told me where he was from... I was like, okay, so let me go back and go on Indeed. Let me go to my jobs. Let me see what I've I've applied for. I've applied to 81 jobs. Not yesterday, to clarify. In the last 14 days, I applied to a job today. And I applied to a job yesterday, another one yesterday. I applied to one Wednesday. So every day, I try to apply at least two to five jobs a day. And then there are some the only reason why I say I applied 81 jobs because I have, but some jobs like I haven't deleted or some jobs haven't gotten back to me or some jobs closed or some jobs like I wasn't selected and stuff like that. And there's no way to actually delete it from that page. So yeah. So anyways, the guy calls me and he's like, Hey, is this I Dallas? Um I'm calling because she applied for a receptionist position at blank 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 and my name is blank so as he finishes that I said who's calling one the reason why I said who was calling is because I don't know like I stated before my phone is messing up so me having him on speaker I didn't know if it was my phone Or if it was on his end. Maybe that's just his voice tone. Where he's a soft speaker. Who knows. But I couldn't really hear him. And then he was obviously Indian. He had the Indian accent. And. um, You know. Whether they're young or old. You can usually tell by the dialect tone. um, Where they essentially come from. Um, So. I said, yeah, who's calling? And he said, yeah, it's blank from blank, blank. And I was like, oh, okay. So he was just like, yeah, so are you interested? And I was like, okay, well, where are you, where are you located again? And instantly, you guys, like, I'm not even joking you. Instantly, you guys, he goes, no. He was like, why did you apply then? Why did you apply that? Basically, not even letting me try to talk. Like, he's over here, low-key screaming at me. But the volume was so low that it, to me, it personally didn't seem like he was screaming at me. It just seemed like he was getting rude and coming crazy. Um, I was so confused. My mind was so blown. I was like, what? (laughs) And I was laying down at this time. I'm home alone. I have nothing to do. And me and Anthony were having a conversation before with his break that was an hour prior to that call. And Anthony had said something to me last, but I, when I replied, he was, he wasn't able to reply. So it left me feeling some type of way because we were discussing something already. So when I got this call, I'm laying down trying to figure out, okay, how do I brighten my mood? Like it's almost 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what do I do? Like, I want to get up from bed, whatever. Get the call. Like I said, He says that, and when I asked him, like, what's your location? He's like, no. He was like, why did you apply then? Why did you apply then? I'm like, excuse me? He was like, yeah. He was like, I called you because you applied to this job, this, that, and the third. And I was like, okay. I was like, I just asked you, like, where are you located again? Like, you're just calling me. I don't know who you are. I applied to other jobs. Like, he didn't even give it any other consideration, like oh, she only applied to us when we're the best. And like, that's that's the vibes you give me when I go back and reassess everything I think of. Like, don't come off like that. Um, so I'm assuming he was the receptionist, if not the owner of this company. And I'll get into why in a minute. So when I said, all I asked you was, where are you located? He goes, no. He was like, why would you apply then? Why did you apply then? He was like, that's so messed up. He was like, don't apply then. He was like, I'm going to report you. I'm going to report you to Indeed. And I'm just going to get you reported. report it. He was like, don't do that. That's not cool. And I was, I was, I was speechless. I was taken aback. I was like, what is happening? And he was just so rude. And I wasn't rude. I didn't get him to say anything. We weren't even on the phone, you guys, for five minutes. I would, three minutes at max like let's be real it wasn't that long of us being on the phone and it's funny because after that call which he did hang up on me by the way um, I don't recall because I kind of blacked out of confusion if I hung up or he hung up but I definitely did hear him click and hang up so that's why I'm saying he hung up on me but there wasn't anything else left to say I wasn't talking so I was just like whatever Uh, but when I got off the phone, I had, I, by the time, not even before I got off the, before I got off the phone, I had already went to the Indeed app. And when he told me where I was just like, okay, yeah, I remember. So when I asked him like, Hey, where are you located again? Because I wasn't on the Indeed page and I didn't remember where they were located. I applied yesterday, you know what I'm saying? And nobody gets back to you. A day later, like that's just not possible. Um, I think this is like the second time ever in my life where somebody got back to me the second day as soon as I applied, just the day before. So it, I was just like, "What?" But before we hung up, I was on Indeed and I was just I seen the name and I was like, "Okay, I remember applying to that," but I didn't say that to him. I just said it in my head because by that point, he was just. Yelling at me about like, oh, I'm going to report you this, that, and third. And I was so confused, you guys. So confused. Um, so after that, he hung up. I looked into his, the company. And I say his company because I believe he told me his name, but I couldn't hear his name. And a lot of reviews they had, they have a total of 3.9 views as far as, or reviews on Google. They do have quite a few um, one star reviews and then all the other stars are like four or five stars you can tell when they're like scam reviews or like scam reviews slash fraud reviews when the company is making their own reviews like it's just horrible so I looked it up and I was just like yeah he needs me more than I need him (laughs) so I'm not even stressing I'm over here living my best life you know, healing with this wrist surgery stuff. So I was just like, wow. And it's crazy. I can't believe um, the people he has working for him. Um, I've heard there was one lady that certain people liked. And then there were certain people of his staff that other people didn't like. And I think what really blew my mind is how a lot of reviews were talking about how great this Amy woman was. But then there was one review that was just like, uh, she was, she was kind of a bitch and she was snarky and she didn't want to do this. And it's just like, yeah. So that led me to believe like, yeah, all your other reviews are fake because chances are he's a new business and he's trying to make money. And the other reviews I've seen, as far as one star reviews, someone was saying that his staff was so bad, they don't pick up, they don't call you back. And it's so true because within... 10 minutes not even 10 minutes i don't think but within 10 minutes of hanging up from that phone call and doing my research i called that number back i started 67 so maybe they have call already and didn't answer for that reason (laughs) but i definitely called back heard their voicemail and all that other nonsense and i definitely definitely was petty and i left a weird creepy voicemail because nobody (laughs) did answer um So yeah, that was that, but nobody answered and it just led me to believe the reviews because a lot of people have said like, he's given me medicine for my mental health or whatever and all of a sudden I'm breaking out or I'm having allergic reaction um, or it's really affecting me and his staff isn't calling me back, he's not calling me back, he doesn't ever call back and nobody answered and they're charging me for copay when my insurance pays for it and... Guys, this company is so bad. So I'm glad that, like, that experience happened because, listen, it's crazy. Like, we really have to be out here researching jobs before we apply to them and take a chance on them because everybody has bad reviews. Show me a company that doesn't have a bad review. But you really have to be out here taking a chance on the jobs that, or the companies that you work for because... (sighs) they're not all great (laughs) they're not all great anyways you guys we're gonna take a quick break and i'll come back with some new exciting news okie dokie guys welcome back so it's been a few days honestly since i've recorded the first few segments um Of this episode, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, but I wanted to talk to you guys about something side note before I get into anything else i th- my voice my tongue is tripping all over each other. <laughs> um If you hear like a loud truck noise in the back, there's definitely a loud truck noise in the back. I apologize for it being so loud. I will try to overpower them and talk loud for you guys um there 's nothing much I can do unfortunately there is no quiet space i can go to to talk to you guys um except my bathroom but i don't think you guys want to hear an echo so i won't do that plus i did see a bug in there this morning i literally was telling anthony like yo i tried so many times to kill this bug and it just got away from me like yeah it was fast and you know i guess i was slow but like i wasn't slow like i tried so many fucking times to kill this bug And it kept getting past me and, like, just going everywhere else. So, eventually, I just gave up and I was like, fuck it. Like, at least you're in the bathroom and not in my bed or in my bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm hoping to eventually see it again before I leave the house. Um, But I'm also hoping that my husband sees it later and he kills it. And then I'll be super excited because he'll tell me he killed it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so there's nothing I can do about the truck in front of my apartment building, Um, but that's definitely something I can't wait to look forward to in the future when I, I don't know, rent again, maybe buy a house, just have a room where it doesn't have to be soundproof, but it'd be better if it were soundproof because, you know, when I'm recording and stuff like that, I don't want to have to, like, wait to record because the truck was here for 30 minutes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a no-go for me. But we're working with what we're working with. If you can't hear it, I'm sorry for my little rant. But I get so annoyed because they, it's not an everyday thing, but there are days where it is an everyday thing. And there is a hotel directly next to me, so I get it. But it's like, if you know you're unloading things and you're going to be there for a while, just turn the truck off. Like, there's no, like, what are you doing with the truck for a hotel? You can't drive into the hotel. You know what I'm saying? If you're unloading things, like, just turn the truck off, you know? Um, but I get it. I guess you get paid for gas. Whatever. Anyways, so... Days have passed. Today is November 3rd. And I actually had an appointment today with my doctor about my... Um... My wrist surgery and all that. Um, I did not get another x-ray. I go back in December and... During that time, they'll give me my last final x-ray at this point. Everything is looking good. My hair is growing back in, and especially it's growing super fast. And, like, my knuckle hairs, I always had knuckle hairs, but I feel like once I got to my 20s, oh my gosh, especially, like, 24 and up. Like, I don't know what happened to my body, but it's been changing. So, especially with my surgery, like, I noticed my knuckle hairs grow back a lot faster than what they used to. And longer, so I'm not even sure why. I know I did have a hard cast on that pretty much covered that for a while, so I get it. But I even had to show my husband as well, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, when you turn your hand palm, like, with your palm facing upward towards the sky. I don't know why I had to say it like that. Um, I've noticed that there's hair growing And it's growing back essentially thicker. And it's growing back where there was never any hair. Like, if I showed you guys my hair on my arms, you would think that I got injected with some hair grower or some shit. Because my right hand, when I flip it over, palm up, there's hair there, okay? But there's not a lot of hair You know what I'm saying? Like, it's essentially bald. Like, there's only, like, little pieces of hair that I never had to worry about. Now, my left hand, because I was in a cast, I'm sure, for so long, and then they just shaved, because the surgery I got, they had to shave my hair off. I'm a very hairy woman, apparently. (laughs) So, I have noticed a difference. It doesn't hurt when the hair is growing in um, that I can tell. But it's definitely every day I notice a certain patch on my hand or part of my arm that I'm like, damn, that grew back fast. So, like, right now I'm looking at my hand where the surgery was and there's a long-ass hair, like, basically coming out of, you know, the scar, if you will. Like, the scar's healed, everything's great, there's no open wounds whatsoever, but the hair's growing back in, and I am i can't deal, because there's hair growing in places that they weren't growing, and now they're growing, and now it's growing super fast. Like, I was showing my husband, like, why is my hair growing in those spots that it wasn't growing in? And I'm pretty sure it's because the way they shaved my hair, let's be real, they're doctors, um, and anything to minimize but the time, but- I'm just so upset and I was telling my husband like yo if that does not fade away like it's obviously gonna be have to be something that I get used to because I'm not going like guys I don't want to have to shave another piece of body hair I really 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 don't um I might have to post this on my story so when people not even on my story on my Facebook page so if you're following me or if you have me as a friend on Facebook that's great but you should also follow Adalus Accent Answers on Facebook. I made it my own Facebook page for the podcast. Um I'll probably post a picture there. Like I couldn't even show you show you a side by side of what my arm used to look like before the surgery cuz I didn't do any of that, but I could literally show you my left and right arm to show you like basically the difference. Like my right hand Slash arm. That's how it used to look before the surgery. Like literally, just like that. There was no difference. Now you look at it, and it's. I was looking at it yesterday, and I was so confused. And I was like, "But why is there hair there? Like it's literally near my tattoo." And I know that when I got my tattoo, I didn't have any hair there, which is why I got the tattoo because there was nothing that needed to be shaved down, and. I'm not going to no tattoo shop, and now they gotta shave me, and now I'm all screwed up, and then I didn't want any tattoo near any hair, because then the hair just covers the tattoo, and, like, no, it's a whole thing with me, you guys, I'm low-key upset about it, because if that hair does not eventually, like, disappear (laughs) somehow without shaving or waxing it, Like, it's just going to have to stay there. And I'm just so, so over it. So over it. Okay, anyways, the truck left. Let's move on. (laughs) So, November 3rd, I had my appointment. Everything's great. Um, I started therapy already. Therapy has been going good. And I actually go to therapy again tomorrow. At the same time this episode will drop. So I hope you enjoy this episode while I am doing my therapy, and I will attempt to post about this episode either hours before or after my therapy, honestly. I don't know how I'm feeling about it yet. Aside from that, tomorrow's Friday, Selena Gomez, if you love Selena Gomez like I do, she has her first and only documentary coming out. Tomorrow, not sure what time. Basically tonight, honestly. Um, I know it's on Apple TV+. Plus. I believe you can watch it on Hulu. Not sure what else. But her documentary is called My Mind and Me. And I'll show... I'll show... <laughs> she has uh, a single coming out, which is also titled My Mind and Me. Which was, I believe... People were saying that that song is being played throughout her documentary at some point. So, enjoy that. I know I will. I actually did hear the song already, so it's pretty good. And what else comes out Friday? Oh, Manifest. Manifest, Manifest, Manifest. I'm pretty sure it comes out tonight at 3 a.m. on Netflix. But either way, um, make sure you watch it. I'm going to binge watch it all day. Like... I told my husband, like, don't hit me up (laughs) while you're at work and on your breaks because I'm going to be watching Manifest all day. Um, so yeah, Manifest, stay tuned because next week, um, there go my ums again. But yeah, I want you guys to stay tuned. Next week, I plan to discuss part one of Manifest just because it's out. Uh, to clarify, it's season four, part one. Part two, I believe, comes out in December, if not in January. I don't think they released that yet. But part one is definitely going to be out tomorrow. Um, I'll discuss that next week along with the Selena Gomez documentary. And what else comes out Friday? The podcast episode comes out Friday. So follow me on Facebook, I got all accent answers and what else is Friday? What else is Friday? I don't think anything else is Friday, but I also did want to tell you guys something that happened to me when I was at my cousin's house. Um this past weekend. So I was at her house, she had cooked dinner, dinner was late as fuck, because she started late, did not expect that, Um, but I got to spend time with her and her daughter, and then her friend was there as well, we were chilling, watching TV, uh, smoking some weed, and um, she kept checking on my car, because I was parked, let's be real, in a no-parking zone. I did not know where to park and I low-key if I'm being honest not even low-key high-key did not want to park on the street I should have parked on the street so everything's good I was at her house it was like going on 11 by this point and all of a sudden she hears not my cousin her friend hears this um basically car somebody outside is like beeping their horn like beeping and beeping and beeping so i'm high at this point and i'm just watching tv i hear the car horns too but i'm like you know i don't feel like getting up everything's good like you know my cousin's in the kitchen she just checked the car you know all of a sudden i get up to go check my on my car i go check my car you guys My car is on the fucking tow truck. Oh my God. You don't know how fast my eyes blew up. You don't know how fast my heart started beating. Like, by the time I walked back into her house to even get something to put on, because it was cold as fuck. It was, like, late. I was... I was going to say I was shivering. I wasn't shivering. At some point, yes. But I was shaking, you guys. Like, hands were shaking. And then the only person that would answer my fucking call was my husband. Only person. Only, only, only person. You guys, I was livid. Livid, 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 livid. Especially since I had to pay the guy $185 just to get my car off the tow truck that night. Because had he taken that night, I would have had to wait till tomorrow. And... I didn't have the money they were asking for the next day, which the guy said would have been $240, which is what they say because he doesn't know. He doesn't, you know, work in the shop. He's only a tow truck driver, let's be real. Um, And my cousin, where she lives, it's like in a townhouse uh, community type thing. So there are parking spots there. But if you park in somebody else's spot, they'll also tell you. So it's, it was just a huge thing. And my cousin didn't tell me where I could park. I should have parked on the street. And if I'm being honest and real, I put my own self into that predicament or even in that situation because where my cousin lives, it's not like I'm new to that area. I think I was just high, if I'm being honest, like, I don't know what was going through my head, but I was just high, and, uh, <laughs> it was, I, like, I'm telling you, like, for the next three days, like, my heart was pounding, and I was telling Anthony, like, I don't even trust parking in our own church parking lot, that is right here because granted we don't pay for the church parking lot so we only park there at night if there's nowhere else to park or maybe we didn't we don't have the money to pay for a permit so we park in the church or in another free parking lot area so i when i came home that night i was like yo i just parked in the church because like i don't did i park in the church I think I did park in the church, and I was just like, yeah, I don't even know why I did that, honestly, because I literally just got, was so close to getting my car towed that night and having to pay more than what I would have. So, shout out to my mom. She's amazing, because she definitely paid that for me. Um, And luckily, she lives five minutes away. Like, I'm not even kidding. She lives, like, five minutes away from my cousin, and she has to go through two lights, worry about, actually... Three lights. No, am I lying to myself? Cause she got that one light. Okay, yeah. So two lights she has to go through. Plus it's late. Then, you know her her truck wasn't good and people drive slow. Yada yada yada. But shout out to her. She paid the one eighty five for me. I didn't have it. Anthony was at the bar that night. We were doing our own thing. Like I said, I was chilling with my cousin. So I know. He, I don't even know if he had it, which would have been the problem, um, which I think he would have, but he was in Easton. There was no other way for me to get home. Just nonsense. So I actually have to pay my mom back. I actually have half of her money now and I'm going to give her the half later this week, probably weekend, just because I have to door dash it off and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really crazy, but Um, The guy was lenient and he worked with me and he was nice. He was low-key an asshole and had an attitude, but he was nice and lenient. And I actually found out that night that the lady that runs that whole townhouse section actually works with the towing people. So they have to come out every hour and a half, at least, to make rounds and check to make sure people... Are parked where they should be parked. And uh, that's crazy. And the reason why I say, like, I, I'm low-key, like, upset because I put myself in that predicament. Like, I've been there before. Just because my cousin lives there, I want to tell you this. I've lived there before. Not in her complex area, but literally not that far from there. Like, I know what it's all about. I just didn't know what the management stuff was about. And I didn't really have a gut feeling of, like, oh, I'm going to get towed. Like, I thought everything was good. I honestly thought, like, hey, dinner's going to be done by this time. I'll leave by this time. And dinner wasn't done. Like, dinner was done by the time the whole tow truck situation ended. Um, That's how crazy shit got. So, um, yeah, it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. I had to tell you guys that because I was, like, so stressed, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get home? I'm gonna have to stay here, and nobody would answer my calls. Like, my mom, she eventually answered my call, so that's how she even got to pay that money for me. Um, and yes, it was cash, she couldn't take cards or any bullshit like that. So, shout out to my mom, and I love my mom, and I'm paying her back for everything, she deserves everything. Uh, what else was I saying? I just lost my train of thought, so yeah, basically, I'm paying her back. I'm door gashing that off, and yeah, it was it was just wild, and now I know for next time, just just park on the street, <laughs> just park on the street like hey, you, you used to live here for twelve years, you know just park on the street, and at the end of the day, yeah, I didn't know the new rules and stuff like that, but now I do, and, um, I can't really blame anyone else but myself, so that was that, and yeah, so now I'm just living life, waiting for Manifest and everything else to come out tomorrow, and I have therapy tomorrow, so that should be great, and, uh, I don't know if I told you guys. I think I did tell you guys about that book. But anyways, let's take a quick break and uh we'll get back to it. Okay, you guys. So another thing I want to talk to you guys about is Love is Blind. Who has been watching Love is Blind? Raise your hand. I know I have um been watching every two to three episodes that come out every week. Um at this point, I'm so ready for the season to be over. And if I'm being honest, I do feel like they rushed this whole season. And I think it's just maybe because I'm personally over the bullshit and I've realized that everyone was on their bullshit this season. Um So yeah, Love is Blind. Um don't listen if you haven't watched yet, because this is definitely a spoiler episode. Um Basically, I also want to say, too, that I think we all collectively agree that this season was ass, but just in the sense of, like, it just feels rushed, it feels forced. And a lot of the couples do look great together, a lot of them don't look great together, but I feel like they all just wanted to be on TV. They all wanted to kickstart into their careers or something different. And I get that. Help your way any way you can. But let's be real. It is a huge thing to be on a show where you're trying to see if love is actually blind so you can actually marry this person for the rest of your life. And I want to be clear. Everyone says, oh, it's for the rest of your life. It's for the rest of your life it's meant to be for the rest of your life. It obviously doesn't happen that way. There are things that go on that are just unforgivable or, you know, like, just heartbreaking and stuff like that. So marriage is intended to be for the rest of your life. And I feel like a lot of people weren't getting that. And love is blind so far I'm not going to talk about the whole show just because I'm not going to recall everything and I'm going to be talking backwards and frontwards and all that nonsense but from the last episodes that I have seen um what's it called oh the weddings I seen Raven and SK's wedding it was an okay wedding Um, I think what they told each other was so lovely. I was actually low-key rooting for them when I heard their vowels and—or their vows. And I was like, okay, well, you know, they was rocky, but maybe they're gonna turn out. Like, they really love each other. Like, wow. And then SK said no, and I was like, damn. But I feel you, bro. And I'm glad it was him and not her to turn him down. Like, let's be real. I don't think she would have said yes, and I feel like had he said yes, she would have said yes, but they wouldn't have worked out. Um, And Raven, I think she is a strong person, but I feel like in that moment, she wouldn't have been strong, which is why I said that. So if SK would have said yes, she would have said yes. But I definitely think she is a strong woman. And I applaud SK for following his heart and following his gut. And I, you know, I think anybody who's going to turn down, not even turn down, but invalidate your feelings, invalidate what you're going through in life, like, I don't remember how old Raven or SK were, but I'm assuming pretty close in age, or at least, you know, they age was nothing but a number, and they didn't care, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I wish them all the best, especially SK. I feel like, you know, he's doing great. He's probably in school, probably dating somebody else, somebody new. But regardless of that, like, I feel... I don't think they try to invalidate his feelings and what he was going through and school and all that stuff, but it definitely felt like that to me. It definitely seemed like that to me because I've been in those situations, and it's took me forever to get out of those situations Uh, regarding... Of, regarding regardless, I can't talk now, regardless of what it is, and I'm just happy for SK, because if you're trying to be with somebody that you love, but they're just trying to invalidate, like, oh, well, you're going to school, and that's a lot of debt, like, it's not a lot of debt, girl, he just told you he got a full scholarship, what debt is he paying? His debt is maybe, like, a missed phone bill, or, like, a missed rent payment, but that's no debt. You know what I'm saying? And then you're asking him to pay half of your rent while he's in school? What the fuck? Are you going to pay for half of his books? What are we talking about? Like, oh, I don't want to disrupt the quality of my lifestyle. What? Fuck your lifestyle. Like, let's be real. No one's saying you got to give it up. But at the end of the day, marriage is about sacrifice. Marriage is about compromise. I've only been married a year and I been knew that shit and I still know that shit. And each and every day, every month, every year, it's going to, that lesson is going to teach you why you, it's important to sacrifice and compromise. It's not always going to be the same situations that you're like, oh, why I already compromised on that. I already sacrificed. There's always going to be another smaller lesson within a lesson that, that bigger lesson is just always gonna pop up until you figure it out, until you get it right. Um, I was just mind blown. And then his friends, not his friends, sorry, her friends, you know, basically trying to put him down like, oh, you're in school and oh, that's a lot. Like, what? I'm pretty sure Raven got her degree. You know what I'm saying? And even if she didn't, like, who are you to judge? You know what I'm saying? And even if you don't have a degree... Who are you to judge? Even if you do have a degree, who are you to judge somebody for going to school? He's from Nigeria. Nigeria, guys. Like, come on. He moved from Nigeria to America for a school that he got into on a full ride. Tell me how often that happens. Please tell me, especially with black people. Please tell me. Anyways, that that just whole thing rubbed me the wrong way and I felt some type of way. And as far as SK saying the whole family thing, I, I had to take Raven's side on that because... uh Sorry for the bed squeak. Um, I had to take Raven's side on that because it's not that her family wouldn't have been there for her, but you have to realize you're you guys are in a whole different state now. Like, not everybody can travel. Not not everybody can do this. So, and she's already going out of her way for an experiment experiment that's strange and weird. And not everyone got that money. Not everyone can travel. You know what I'm saying? And maybe her future wedding, she wanted her grandma to be there. So in her mind, maybe it's like, okay, well, she can't fly, she can't travel, but maybe I'm going to find something local to where we can get her there, because that's that's what I want. And I relate to Raven on that in that sense, because it's like, when I got married, I wanted my great-grandma to be there. Rest in peace now, but I wanted her to be there. But she told me to my face, like, yeah, I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? And you have to respect her wishes. And at the end of the day, like, my great-grandma started to get deeper into into her dementia. And at the end of the day, like, she wouldn't have been comfortable. It doesn't matter that I found a venue that was wheelchair accessible. It doesn't matter that there's a bathroom. Like, if somebody tells you no or if they're just in a state mentally or physically or emotionally where they can't go then they can't go. Um, As far as SK, I don't want to say his family, but definitely his family as well and SK collectively. Like, they were wrong for that. Not everybody has a family and it's not always by choice. We don't grow up with a family and then get older and say, oh, fuck my family. I don't want to deal with them. It's not even like that. Um, And I relate to that in that way because I have family now that's alive, and, you know, alive and well, and they're healthy, and whatever the case, but if I, I don't want to say Raven has issues with her family the way I do, but the way I was understanding it is, like, her family doesn't support her in the way his family does, and it's just different, so she only has, and I also understand that because my husband understands it. And I had to learn and understand for myself what kind of family my husband has. Like, my f- husband, yes, he has extended family, but they're not close. They never have been. That's not his choice. That's not his decision that him and his fa- extended family aren't that close. But his close family, it is only three of them. Like, Raven. She was like, It's just my mom, my grandma, and I forget who else she said, and she's like, It's literally just them. Like, that's all I have. You know what I'm saying? And I understand SK wanting to have family come together, but no offense, but there's people out here that literally have no family. Like, what are you gonna do? Tell these people that literally have no family, well, invite your friends, like Okay, I can invite my friends and those, my friends might be my chosen family, but it's still not the same. I still don't have my dad to walk me down the aisle. I still don't have my mom to walk me down the aisle. Like, I think that's what SK and his family needed to understand. And I understand family is a big thing, but nowadays family is fake. (laughs) They can be fake, not saying they are fake, but there are families out there that are fake. There are families out there that won't support you. And there's family members that are jealous of you. And that's just the truth. Whether or not you want to believe it, that's the truth. And shit, I can relate. That's all we need to know. <laughs> um, another couple, Nancy and Bartice. Beautiful couple. And I hope to God that this man says yes to this woman. Um, in my eyes, they aren't an ideal couple but they're ideal in the sense of like their personalities how they act how they talk to each other you can definitely see them being together um and that's how I felt with him and Raven with him and Raven Bartisa and Raven I didn't really see it at first until they got in person and when he said what he said about oh I can see myself with Raven I got you bro (laughs) Like, I understand that. You definitely do look really good with Raven as well. But I don't think you would have clashed right or perfectly. And I don't think that marriage would have lasted had they been together at all. I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows life and or fate? Um, But as far as Bartese and Nancy, I think they're the cutest couple ever. I think she's beautiful. I think she deserves all the love. And I think that, uh... I don't know. I just, I think it's set in stone. I am upset that their wedding ended on a cliffhanger, um, which is why I said I hope to God, or I don't necessarily believe in God, but um, I hope that, you know, they work out, and I hope that he treats her right, and she treats him right, and I hope they last, and I hope they get to have their babies and whatnot, and I think they are just a beautiful couple, um, other than that, I'm really ready for the season to be over. And start watching something new. And who else? Matt and Colleen. Matt and Colleen, I think, are the cutest couple. Um, they do mesh. Is mesh a good word? Or bad word? I don't know. I think they go great together. But I think he has a lot of healing. I definitely don't think he should have been on this Season whatsoever. Um, but he was and it happened and it's over with. But I don't think he should have been on the season. I definitely think he needed time to heal and figure himself out regardless of age and time because that's a big deal to come on TV and show your true colors for everyone to see. Like, let's be real, I don't think Matt is the type of man to abuse women, especially if, if he was in a 15 year long relationship. But again, we don't really know why his girlfriend cheated on him, even though they were together for 15 years. I'm not trying to put that on Matt's name. That's not cool whatsoever. So I'm not saying that. I want to clarify that. But that scene with them in the bathroom and his facial expressions and you know, basically him getting combative and not letting the woman answer in a heated moment for a lot of us women is triggering whether or not you've gone through it personally because seeing that and hearing that gives you a sense of vibe and a a sense of emotion of like, oh shit, something's going to go down, you know? And it's never cool and it's never all right. So I feel like... If Colleen and Matt do work out, I really do hope they work out. And I really hope that she doesn't get caught up in things just because they're in love. Um, I think what people are failing to realize is like, okay, you can fall in love with somebody in 10 days, 11 days. Sure. But you still have the rest of the weeks. You still have the rest of the months, the rest of the years. And people constantly change every day. And what I didn't get to talk about in my last episode was one thing I noticed once I got married that would change is my husband and I don't know each other in that aspect. Like, now you're more comfortable so now you have to really show yourself. Now you have to really communicate about what you like, what you don't like, right? Because in your your early stages, you're just accepting it to see like, oh yeah, it's annoying. I don't fuck with that. But like, it's not a deal breaker. That doesn't mean once you get married, that that's not going to be a deal breaker. It could be a deal breaker. But now you have to go deeper. And it's like, huh, do I let my old ways get ahead of me because now I'm a new changed person like yeah you know your partner but do you know that every day they're changing you're changing it's the same with sex you're having sex with your partner for 15 years you gotta experiment you gotta change something up because I'm sorry if we're doing the same 4 or 5 positions for 13 years of our marriage what's the next 13 year old to look like Of course we're getting off, of course we're having sex Great, but like What's What's the new, you know, what's more And I feel like if we were all able to Witness animals' lives and how They live in their Nature slash culture Whatever you want to call it We'd all be amazed on how We just Change each and every day Um Who else? Alexa and Brennan. By the gist of it, I don't think they're going to get married. I think he's going to have cold feet. Because he low-key doesn't want to become a Jew for her. And even if it's not becoming... I don't even want to say it like that. I apologize. Um, Even if he doesn't want to change in that religious aspect... I think he just doesn't find her attractive. Like he was saying, like, yeah, we talk about other stuff, but it's all surface level. We need to get deeper. We need to be serious. We need to... Not that they're not serious, but more serious in the way that, like, okay, now I know I can talk to you about certain things. And I feel like he was just there to get a little push, figure out what he liked, what he didn't like. And... That's okay, but I don't think uh, they're going to get married. And I don't think they should have been together. I think they're cute together, but not that cute. I definitely think she can find somebody better. He can find somebody better. Also, side note, I was telling my cousin's friend that night, my car almost got towed, that Alexa looks like somebody. So if you're listening this far, let me know if Alexa looks like somebody. Like, I feel like I've seen her on another reality show Or in person. I don't know. There's a lot of people who look like her. As far as, like, the teeth, the smile, the eyes, the eyebrows. Like, you know. It's not a race thing. But, like, I feel like I've seen a woman that looks just like her before. Um, Same with Colleen. Colleen kind of gives me, um... I forget her name. Colby. Colby is the guy's name from the ultimatum but his girlfriend colleen kind of reminds me of her just younger and a you know ballet dancer (laughs) um yeah but let me know because i definitely think alexa looks like somebody that we've seen before um also she does not look like an alexa i did not think her like her name would be alexa alexa so yeah anyways That's enough for Love is Blind, you guys. I don't really want to keep talking about it, but I do hope you enjoy this episode tomorrow and I hope you enjoy your Thursday, your Friday, and your weekend. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend this weekend up in the 70s, so I hope you guys enjoy it and stay tuned for next Friday. I'm going to be discussing Manifest Part 1 and Selena Gomez's My Mind and Me documentary and literally probably the rest of love is blind and we shall go from there all right you guys see you next week